0: I'm Chris
1: White and I'm Stevens Brown
0: and we are from TAP Pest Control Insulation and we want to thank you for downloading our podcast and glad you took the time to listen to us.
1: Yeah absolutely we got the uh, the second part of the uh, the three-part series on performing an attic restoration and so today's part two we've got site preparation. Um, So we spoke about you know setting up the truck in part one and now we're you know we're at the job we're on the job site and we need to We need to set up. We need to get the vac out. Um, You know, we need to prep, start doing the job. So, Chris, what are uh, what are some things we need to do to prep the site?
0: Yeah. So we want to. uh, I mean, first of all, we're gonna we're gonna get that truck uh, set up there to uh, put it in a great, good spot. We're gonna be able to pull the uh, vacuum off now. Unlike a little bit of the uh, the blowing machine, when we're blowing a job, we we want to make sure that truck is up close because that. The machine's right in the back of the truck, but of course, in this case, the uh, vacuum's got to come out of that truck. So yeah, gives Um, you
1: gives you a little more room to work with and play with.
0: Yeah, so you don't have to necessarily park in someone's driveway. You could park down bright, bring some stuff up, but um, you know it's always good to try to get as close as you can so you have access to all your tools. But uh, you do have that flexibility, so. Uh, the next thing you're, we're going to do, we're going to, you know, we're going to pull the hoses out of that truck. We're going to take a look at the best route to where we're going to go ahead and run those hoses in that in that uh, house. So we're going to look, and this is going to work for both the uh, the vacuum hose and our blower hose because we're probably going to take the same route. Yep. So we're going to, you know, we're going to tarp off the floors. We're going to make sure we're not damaging anything, and uh, you know, make sure we're finding the the. the Easiest way up into that attic, whether it's pull down stairs or the scuttle hole. Uh, and then we want to pay close attention to any corners and stairs, things like that, because again, these are ribbed hoses, and we've got some uh, metal pieces on this hose that we're going to protect. You know, we're going to wrap with duct tape and so forth, but we're going to make sure that we're um, protecting any of those corners. We don't want to you know, rely on just just tape around these things. So we're going to go ahead and put on, uh, you know, our corner guards and, and, uh, you can use like, you can use the store-bought ones again, the plastic ones, which are great. looks a little nicer, more professional, but if you're in a bind, you know, cardboard works. Okay. Um, get yourself some uh, painter's tape that, uh, removes easily without peeling, peeling any paint up. You don't want to use a masking tape or duct tape. That'll, uh, yeah, that could can, that can damage finishes
1: yeah so. you'd, you'd be hiring a painter if you did that
0: yeah and that's and that's a dangerous move because you're never just touching up anything you're always repainting the entire place so. yep exactly um,
1: yeah. exactly golden rule with all the hoses whether you're blowing or removing it's just to protect that entire work area no doubt no yeah, doubt. And while you're while you're doing
0: that you know it's just take note because you're going to be doing it again when you come back if you're not doing the install on the same day um, you're going to be doing the same route again with the blower hose. So it's, it's good to make sure you have what you need. And if you're missing anything, just make note and bring it when you do have to come back out because, uh, you're going to be doing the same thing.
1: Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, then, you know, we're pulling the back out, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. So, you know, once we figure out where we're going to operate, you know, we figure out the best route to the house we've laid down our drop cloths we've got everything protected like we're going like we're going to to need to run the hoses through you know the next thing get that back out set them all up and again this is a big thing we want to go over our hoses our our clamps our connectors we want to make sure everything is tight Um, and you mentioned it earlier you know duct tape is good we want to do all the protective steps we can but especially with the vacuum hose you know we want to make sure that those are all tightened you know they're and we've got as much suction running through there as we can. You know, we don't want any hole, holes in the hoses, you know, taped, all the connections. Um, it's... Well,
0: the, the connections are, are clamped. Yep. I, I want to make sure you yeah, have so they understand that we're clamping them with a metal clamp, but we're wrapping them with duct tape because those metal clamps have those... You know sharp sharp edges on it we
1: don't want to damage it yep exactly so where those hoses connect right they're six inch generally we've got the little internal metal connector and then you've got two clamps to help clamp both sides of that hose onto that connector. and then, just like chris said we're going to wrap duct tape or you know whatever over that um connector to make sure or the clamp excuse me to make sure we don't not scratch anything up set it set us up for the best well chris let's uh this is a good good kind of topic and question here almost you know a lot of people are asking since we do have the new GV two thirty XL out, which you can do fiberglass bats with. You know, what does that leave for the defender? You know, and I get that I get that question a lot, and and that all kind of depends. Let's talk about that a little bit.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, the whether or not you're using the depends on whether or not you're picking up fiberglass bats. Yep. Right.
1: Exactly. So, exactly.
0: So the um, the fiberglass bats you. When you're when you're taking those up out of an attic, you know traditionally, if you don't have the new the new version of the vac, then you're gonna you're gonna have to roll them. You're not gonna use a vacuum. You're gonna roll them up, tie them up, throw them in a trash bag, and drag them out of there. Yep. Um, but with the new uh, 230 XL, uh, you can actually take them, uh, pull them up, cut them, and then uh, into into smaller sort of pieces, and then um, uh, you know and, and when I say smaller, I'm meaning maybe three to four feet. Yep. Uh, and then push them through the through the uh, vacuum, and, uh, but you don't want to have that, that defender on because uh, it will clog it. Yep. So you want to run it straight through, and that's and it's okay. And I know a, a lot of people will say, well, Jesus, the fender's there to protect the fan. Yep. And, and it is, um, except we do that on loose fill because we don't know what's sitting on the on the attic floor. It could be nails, wood, that kind of thing. When you're picking up the bat and cutting it. Kind of know what's going
1: through there, so. Exactly, and I, I get that question a lot from guys that say, hey, well Stevens, what if I'm doing a big attic remediation job, but let's say there's fiberglass bats and then loose fill on top you know and I know we talked about this on another episode, but you know we came to the conclusion that it's definitely best you know set the removal up for the fiberglass bats. you can pick those up, kind of shake that stuff off, toss them over, send them down the hose, and then when all we have is loose fill left, you know we come back, we put our defender on. And then we, you know, tackle the attic like we would for regular loose fill. So.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, you always want to use that defender when you can, except when you're doing the, the uh, uh, fiberglass bats. It's just, you know, it, it's just going to be a problem if you do that. So, But it'll, it'll be safe so long as you're picking up those bats and sending them
1: through. Yep. So. So, so one of the next pieces we want to look at is, you know, when we're doing the removal, the vacuum bags. That's a huge aspect of doing the removal. Um, You know, depending upon how big that attic is and how, you know, how dirty and what type of, you know, insulation debris we're removing, that's going to calculate into how many vac bags you have. Now, I would like to say there's a lot of people out there um, that may not realize, you know, you you do not want to put that vacuum bag right on the end of that vacuum right? You've got a, a right. powerful motor on there that needs clean air to breathe. So we recommend keeping that vacuum bag off the, you know, the, the exit piece of that vac that vacuum or the outlet for about 10 feet, you know, so you can cut a section of, of hose that's going to work for you. Um, and we want that going straight into our trailer or the back of our pickup or, or whatever you have, you know, set up for that operations for that day, or, or even a potential dumpster, like, like we talked about.
0: Yeah. I mean, you want to have it, right there because you know you'll learn once when you fill up a bag and you have it sitting on the on the uh, driveway and then you have to move it onto a trailer that it does not move yes
1: so
0: it fits a lot of material in those bags and it's very heavy when you're when it's yep. filled so you just want to put it where it needs to be so that you can haul it out of there and um so you, you want to bring it right off there you know i've seen funny you know i just recently and, and stevens i think i sent it to you on an email i i won't say who it was but there was a manufacturer who actually posted something that showed the back uh, bag right off the the machine and i you know i laughed i, I sent it to you and said well, you know i can't believe they would do yeah. this um this was a, it was a competitor but it was uh you know it's like geez, that's just not what you do yeah. and um but that's you know I, That's why we have the experience to go through this and say, look, you know, here's here's a good tip for you.
1: Don't do that. (laughs) I can remember, you know, one of my first removal jobs. We actually, uh, you know, we we had kind of wrapped up the job and we had like five vacuum bags and we 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 neglected to bring another truck and a utility trailer with us even to go to the dump. We just left it on the lawn there. We'll say, oh, we'll be back first thing in the morning to get it. And man, that stuff had soaked up some dew overnight. and was so heavy. We, we couldn't even roll it on the trailer. It was terrible. <laughs> that's the last time we did that, no doubt.
0: Yeah, yeah. so let's we'll make sure we're doing that. And then you wanna make sure, you know, obviously when you go, go up into the attic, you gotta have your PPE ready yep. to go. Um, you're gonna be sucking up a lot of this stuff. And unfortunately it is being sucked up, so there's not as much dust going on, but you still wanna, you don't know what you're gonna find. You know, there could be something hidden under exactly. there. Exactly. So it's best to wear your PPE, yep. make sure you have communication devices, right? Cause uh, you know, you don't have the remote like you do, you know, with the vacuum, the vacuum goes on, it's on and it's, it's, uh, it's doing its job. So you've got to have some communication to call down and say, okay, I'm all done. Or, you know, I need a break, shut it down, yep. whatever that is. That's,
1: uh, that's yep. And, and I'd also like to add, you know, whatever, you know, whoever's outside, you know, checking the vacuum and looking at the hoses, you know, make sure you're doing that job just because you're not the one up in the attic on the end of that removal hose, you know, you are still responsible for checking out that vacuum, making sure it's running smooth, you know, being proactive so you can switch to a new vacuum bag, you know, checking on your guy up in the attic, you know, there's a lot you can still be active with while you're outside, you know, looking over those machines and that hose. So,
0: yeah, I think that's actually the most important job at that point, you know, the, the person, uh, you know, oftentimes, you know, you don't want to have anyone more important than somebody else. Right. But I mean, let's face it, you're blowing, the guy who's blowing the material in the attic with the blower, he's, he's the important guy. He needs to watch what's going on. He's got control of the remote. The guy or the gal out on the vacuum is going to be your most important one because, you know, you got to watch that bag. Like you said, you got to, you know, somebody, if he picks up a, you know, a, a six by six block, off that floor and it hits the fan and it's not working right and it's making a funny noise then that that person outside at the vacuum's got to be the one to shut it down yep. and, and
1: stop exactly it so
0: because that person in the attic's probably not gonna yep. notice it so it's a it's an important job to be on on that end of the, uh, end of the
1: no thing. doubt well let's transition here Chris I know we had a couple of questions come in we got two again for this week um, let's see the first question is from Barry in Tennessee and he said. He wants to know if insulation removed from the attic can be reused somewhere else
0: <laughs> that's a that's a good one yeah um, yeah it brings up some <laughs> some memories of a few things i know uh, i mean i guess to answer the question uh first of all it's not a good yeah. idea yeah not a good idea at all I mean, if you're removing it you're doing it for a reason um it, it's probably not in good shape or anything so now you don't want to reuse it but uh, just a you know quick little story, if I will. I had a, uh, I had somebody at one point who used uh, used to take out old fiberglass when when people wanted to upgrade to a more effective cellulose insulation, and he used to roll it up and uh, anything that looked like it was in decent decent shape, he he put his initials on the on the uh, batted side of it <laughs> and then uh, sell sell it on eBay. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> and then. And he was the reason he put his initials on it. He wanted to see how long it was until he removed it from somebody else's house to put more <laughs> effective insulation in. So, yeah, that's uh that's a good, that's a funny one. But um <laughs> now, it, once you're removing it, you got to really consider it being um just you know, yeah,
1: just doing. just too much gray area with that. So yeah, I would wouldn't advise in, that.
0: Industrious, industrious Barry, but sorry, Barry, we yeah. don't want to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no doubt. Well, if, let's see we got the next question came from, uh, Max in North Carolina. And he said, is, so this is a good question. He said, is there any way to split the hose in the attic? So two people can be using the vacuum.
0: No, well Max, we want to use, we want to sell you. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> no, that, that's a good, that's actually a, a yeah. good question. Um, pretty innovative yep. actually, but, um, it, it wouldn't work. Um, I've had that thought before myself too, Max. And, and the uh, the problem that you're doing is you're splitting the power off. So the, uh, you're not going to have, you know, if, if you can get equal volume coming out of each side, it's going to be half of what it normally would be. So your 23 horses yep. half, And then, then you're going to run into uh, overloading into the hose by having uh, you know, two larger sections coming into, into one smaller area. Yep. And so that volume is going to stand a chance of, Clogging or uh, you know, just having some major issues there. So unfortunately, that's not something yeah. that would work. it's um, it's
1: a it's a grand idea. I was going to say we have even tried it. Um, it's you know it's a great thought. You think oh it's super powerful. I can grab one of those you know those Y connectors so to speak, but you'll end up clogging it just because you you have such a reduction in power and, and kind of double the material coming in. It's just just not a good idea. Right,
0: right. Yeah, but we. Thank you guys for your questions, Barry and Max. That's a, uh, you know, those are, th- those are good questions. And anybody who's got questions for us, please send us, uh, send us your question at com. And if we use it, we'll send you a gift pack just like Barry and Max are gonna get. Uh, we'll include uh, a whole bunch of good stuff, right? hats and carabiners and just a whole bunch of stuff. So send, send those our way now. We're going to move, uh, let's move into the next part of our show. And I get to say it heard in the field. Mm -hmm. Now, these are real life stories that we've either heard from folks like you or experienced ourselves. And I, and it seems, I think we got one this time that may fit well with the, yes, (laughs)
1: absolutely. And this actually happened not too long ago. I got a couple of emails in with some pictures. Um, and, and, and this is how the story goes. Um, you know, again, not going to mention the company or anything, but they, uh, they were doing removals. Okay. And so you using, you know, I think they had two vacs running, but they were doing removals consistently all day. And it was a huge, you know, old nasty cellulose removal job. And it was really, really old cellulose. And so Chris, you and I both know, that, you know, the old cellulose, you know, didn't have any fire retardant, or any treatment in it. Right. And so what happened is yeah. they, you know, they were removing dust all day long and you know how hot you know that vacuum blade can get. Well, some of that stuff you know they didn't take any breaks or check out the fan blade housing. Well, some of that really really old cellulose got so hot it started to smolder. And well, some of those you know reclaimed vacuum bags that they had on the on the truck after they shut down for the day actually caught on fire and started to burn down and so they sent me some photos and their entire removal truck so vacuum bags burnt the old cellulose burnt even burnt a lot of the sheet metal off the side of the truck you know the the machines were destroyed but there in the back basically unharmed stood the tap bags (laughs) we
0: we were like
1: we are so sorry for (laughs) that you know but at the same time thanks for that awesome marketing (laughs) photo so (laughs) geez
0: Well, I, I tell you what, too. That's that's the reason uh, uh, they introduced fire retardant yep. to the product. You know that, you know that that instance, and we do know, uh, you know that story, and we've we've looked into it. But yeah, it was insulation that was put in prior to uh, about the 1960s, prior to when cellulose uh, yep. was treated, and so therefore it is, it can become a fire hazard in that in that instance. And yeah, like you said, as it happened, the created the heat caused the smolder and then eventually caused it to flame up. And when nobody uh, was there, it, uh, it just led to catch everything on fire. And that's, uh, you know, that's unfortunate. And, you know, one of the things how you can try to get around that, I mean, I think the lesson behind all that um, is really to uh, inspect your equipment before putting it away. That'll be something we talk about, of course, in our next, uh, our next podcast, we talk a little bit more about uh, in, you know doing the, doing yep. the job itself and, you know all of that but we will uh you know, that is one of the things you want to do is, is check that equipment out and make sure you're not smelling anything burning you're not you know seeing any smoke or anything like that
1: yeah well, that...
0: you know, especially when you're unsure unsure. Of
1: absolutely it's not that. a story that anyone wants to experience no doubt well well if anyone else has you know stories like that you'd like to share with us you know send us an email podcast at dot com. and again if we use your stories or questions we'll send you some uh some tap swag so So that about wraps us up for the day, huh?
0: Yeah, that one should do it. It was a shorter one this time around, but uh, you know, setting up for a vacuum is is pretty quick. uh, as well as should be. We, uh, you know, that's that's it for now. The show is over, and uh, we'll see you next time for our part three. Until then, yep, see you, folks. well. We'll
1: look forward for you joining us on the next one. And remember, keep those feet on the joist.